So let me ask you that, that you know we don't get far with professional services firms before you hit the um the, you know sometimes the elephant in the room is abundantly clear and sometimes it isn't. But remuneration. Um, now we might be straying into an area which we'll cover soon around generosity, but you know more about this than I do. How how do you get to um, you know, we said before, what get, measure gets done. So how do you get to position a professional services firm that is risk-averse, and we can understand the reasons for it, I don't want to be too critical for that, um, but how do you push for change and risk when so much of the remuneration is tied up with getting things right and not, not in inverted commas, costing us anything? How easy is it to change the attitudes and the systems of remuneration? Because that seems pretty critical, yeah. doesn't it? To, to getting any kind of, and I'm not being, I'm not being, um, sorry, in a different sense, critical of that. Um, being, you know, a, a, we need to acknowledge that, but it seems vital. Well, because um, because, because, it, because it, it's such an because, impediment because at times. it drives the behaviour, and it creates the culture. Yeah. So, it is it is a critical element in when you want to change how we do things around here when the leadership wants to do yeah. something which is different. And I think that yeah. I've worked in I've worked in very global organizations, international organizations, and I've worked in national UK based firms. And I've seen different types yeah. and I've also been involved with from a reward perspective, looking at compensation and what senior people get or don't get and the structure. And I think that, you know, if it, if you, I think first of all, let's still deal with the structure because I think that a lot of firms, and and this is not just law firms, accountancy firms, professional services firms, law law firms, surveyors, and so on, um, went through shifted to wanting to become LLPs, limited liability um, partnerships, because. That was part of the beginning to think that they, the partnership structure had had it, its day because of all its limitations in terms of um, lockstep. And for those who, for those of yeah. who yeah. don't know what lockstep is, essentially, when you become a partner, you start on the bottom rung of the, the ladder. You have two points, and every year you get more points. And after about ten years, you may get to the po top of the point system. Basically, you 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 yeah. can sit there forever. And so what was happening was that people who were at the bottom of the ladder or the middle of the ladder were working their socks off, but not getting not getting the, the financial reward. So some firms moved yeah. over to having a, a, a meritocracy in the idea being that um, what you get is based on merit as well as, and some people conflated that and also included part loss, lockstep, part meritocracy. And I just, yeah. none of that really helps. And I think that the big firms, a few of the big firms um, who have moved much more to a corporate structure, i.e. all the directors and partners, whether they call them directors or partners, have moved to a structure where actually they are a company and those, the, you know, the yeah. senior people are, are employees and or shareholders, and that the, the the board is the corporate sovereign body, and they make the decisions. And every single partner, if you've got two hundred and fifty, or whether you've got a thousand, you do not have to consult them on on these things. Yeah. 
are then suddenly find themselves really being able to fly because they they can they can yeah. be relatively for for professional services firms they can be more fleet of foot and they can actually start to begin to look at their business and their and the way that they go about their business and their relationships with clients through different lenses but at the end of the yeah. day the thing that always sort of comes back to slowing them down is this fundamental belief in you know we we're, we're the experts and we're the, you know we've got the answers and i think that that yeah. that in itself just um you you can you can take it, it can be it can it, it introduces that level of complacency that we that we've mentioned earlier in terms of yeah. then not really doing your you know horizontal horizontal scanning and looking at what's out there and where the threats are where the weaknesses your strengths and your opportunities and not doing it in a meaningful way because you think well you know we do this and not many other people we've yeah we've got competitors in our sector but don't see somebody else coming from outside our sector coming in here and and and, and so it goes on yeah. and so i think that's part of what that culture which you know and and also I, I think the other thing is that when you when you when you're looking to get onto the sort of the senior ladder you know one of the key things you're required to do though you know again not 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 everybody's held to it rigorous, rigor, rigorously is that you you need to be able to develop and bring in business because basically what you're trying to yeah. what what increasingly professional services firms don't want are people who join the who become owners of one of the owners of the business and then don't deliver financially and that means that the share of the pie is diluted and diluted what they want is people who join yeah. come on join the come sit around the table who are adding to the size of the pie and and so that yeah. then creates a again you know something that some firms are better at sort of shifting but but it, it's still there where people where where senior people partners directors see the clients think that their client the clients of the firm as their clients because they've brought them in they've you know and they do the work for them and they feel that they control it so there's always that tension I yeah. don't know if I, yeah. did I answer your question. No, you have, and you've opened up some other ones in my mind as well. You know, I, um, yeah, I, I, I think the whole idea of, uh, you know, in your, I keep referencing your book, Joe, but you know, how to make partners still have a life. That must be one of the most pressing questions, isn't it? Like, we, you know, what, what got you here won't get you where you want to be. Um, you go through those hallowed gates into the partnership, and suddenly. Oh, you've got to start delivering in a completely different way. Um, uh, often, I suspect, not with the best training or preparation of, of you know, what yeah. does business development mean now? You know, and I've got to go out. That, I mean, that's the kind of, you know, do, do people, you know, we talk about fear or courage, but do people get a sense of they're kind of walking the plank at times? You know, they've got to start going out and, and, and you know, paying their way in, in terms and in ways that they've not had to well, until now. That must be quite. That must be quite a foreboding or fearful kind of well, that realization. Was, that was one of the reasons why I wrote the, 
wrote the book. You wrote the book. And I, but I think that, you know, and, and because the irony is that in order to, to get into, to break into this, that, get yourself to the point where you're promoted to partner or director and you can sit around that table, part of the process, you're required to produce a business plan. And that business plan is supposed yep. to set out how you're going to win work, what you're going to do, what help you need. I'd coach people. I'd coach people in, in all, you know, and say you've got to make this realistic and doable. Don't, you know, it's not pie in the sky yep. because if you get promoted the next day, you're going to have to start delivering on that. But quite often, yep. the people, the, the, the partners who are putting them forward, people would make excuses for them and say, well, no, it'll be all right. It took me a bit of time to get, you know, to find my feet and get there. Well, actually, increasingly, yep. the there's so much pressure to start delivering when you make, you make it to the top table that that you don't have time to think that you can sit there and the work is just going to keep coming onto your desk and, and that you can just keep doing the work. What yeah. Again, what you have to do in terms of what got you here won't get you to where you want to go is that you damn well have to start going out there and doing something more than what yeah. you've done to get you to that table. And yeah. that's a bit that really frightens yeah. people um, because... Because the, the they the pe a lot of people who are in that situation don't seem to kind of understand that it's not just about the process. You can I can take you through the process of business development, the templates, so how you manage yeah. the client, how you go and speak to the client. We can bring in loads of experts in BD skills who can coach you through all of that. But actually, you also need to have an aptitude and you can develop it you can learn it but you um, you need to be able to yeah. go out there and build relationships and then you need to also be able Absolutely. to build relationships internally so that when you do start bringing in work you've got people who who want to do it for you yeah absolutely and i was thinking yeah that that's that's difficult enough you know as a new or even as established partner um you know when things are good in the last couple of years you know you look at you look at firms and you know they're top line and they're crowing about their pep and they're shooting the lights out in terms of revenue and everything but you think when we have something like we've gone through this year and are still going through irrespective of whether you think we're through the worst or not I, I think most people say we're not it feels different now doesn't it isn't that even more harder isn't that even more hard work isn't that even more um uh, to, to make one fearful because we're going to be exposed in a way we haven't been before. Many of the firms who are making cuts in staff are cutting the, you know, not called the professional staff, but some of the support services. And you think, actually, are we being more and more exposed? Do, do you think it's, do you think, the, the you know, would, would you be expecting to coach people more um, dramatically now? Um, would you be expecting people to be more, feeling more exposed and more fearful? I that's a great question. I think I think people will feel more exposed and more vulnerable. And and what's going yeah. to be even more difficult for them is that they don't have the luxury of time to learn how to do yeah. the things that they need to do. Whereas before yeah. before COVID 
you know they they if you were if you if you were doing some of the things that you needed to do to build your business to build your contribution to the business to develop external relationships and and target potential clients the, you know the, the, there was some pressure to do it but it wasn't an enormous pressure whereas now because yeah. of where where the markets are and where clients are and, and the impact of covid for clients then actually their yep. legal or their accounting spend or the, their surveying spend is going to be that much more reduced. So, so yep. whether you, you have little experience or a bit of experience in, in developing client relationships and building a business, there will be more people in a, in a similar situation competing with you in order to be yep. able to do that. And yeah. I I find that yeah. in coaching individuals in that position, that actually my job is not to teach them how to do business development. It's much more about how do you, what do you need to do to shift your mindset and to create the self-confidence yeah. and belief that you can do what you need to do in order to not just survive today, but going forward, and yeah. that is, and 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 how yeah. to do that in a way that, you know, when you're when you're feeling anything but courageous, and 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 the you know the, the yeah. sense of panic, and the pressure. So you know, recently one of my the people I coach, we've been having this discussion about how he's going to build he needs to build the business and 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 yet during covid his hours of his target hours annual hours have come right down and he's looking at that and he, yep. he is absolutely he's well i think i can say he's terrified and he's and he's saying you know um you know my you know i, I keep being told it's all right everyone's in the same boat but actually i don't trust them you know, and I, and I, you know, and I don't oh. know how much, how long it will take me before I can turn this around, or you know, I'll find myself out of work. Um, yeah. And I, you know, and I, I can empathise, but, but equally, I think you know, my, my, my advice is let's focus on what you can do. And, and build your self-belief yeah. and confidence. So yeah. it's, it's you know, it's not... Because you're not going to be able to do this in a day. You're not going to be able to do it in a week. You know, and yeah. some of it is about also yeah. getting yourself mentally ready for when when the opportunities come up. Because if, if, well, if there are no opportunities at the moment, then... If you don't have the skills to spot the opportunities when they come up, it's not going to make a lot of difference when the opportunities come up. Whereas if you've really started to yeah. understand your own preferences and your approach to how you do, you build relationships and you start to work on that, then, you know, that's what comes with practice and repetition. You, you do it, you learn something, sometimes yeah. it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you start to actually build your capability, yeah. and that's that's what we want them to do. Yeah. And Keith, if I if I remember from when we yeah. worked together, 
you know, when you were doing some work for one of my firms around brand, you talked about to, to them, the senior people, talked to them quite a lot about this and about the importance of, 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 of what they needed to do and how they needed to do it. Can, can you talk us through yeah. some of your observations, particularly in terms of their responses to, and I think their, well, resistance and what, what what do you think some of that was about? I think I think the resistance is. I mean, I I joke, but it's, you know, many a true word spoken in jest um, about the lawyer because we're talking about law firms here. But, um, the lawyer's love of and need for precedent. You know, we we, you know, I've said to you before that um, the legal sector is the only one that I've ever worked in um, in which if someone asks you the question, "Who's done this before?" the wrong answer is no one. Um, because they, they, you know, they, they desperately need some idea of a learning other people's expense or having seen it work through before. And that gives you some kind of credibility. Um, so I think there's a, there's a, you know, we've spoken a lot about the, the, and it sounds as if we're criticising. I, I don't think we are, but there is a, there is a tendency within professional services, you know, because you're you're harmed if you're wrong. Mm. You do your client's business harm, and you do your reputation harm. So that's perfectly understandable. Um, but I think there's a there's a there's been a reluctance, and I think, you know, I said earlier in our conversation um, that the idea of leading a law firm, particularly, but an accountancy firm or any professional services firm, I think that that does require a, a, a rare form and a rare level of courage, mm. for all sorts of reasons, um, because the ways in which um, I, I think leadership in itself is mm. not always valued as a role within within a firm. Um, it's not one that's aspired towards or, or sought after by many. Um, it's seen as you've got to give. Oh, no, I've heard it so many times. You've got to give up half your practice Deleted. to become a lawyer or to become the, to become a managing partner, um, as if that's a bad thing. And it's about how you define yourself. So I think a lot of that is is trying to help people understand that there is a different way of defining yourself. And again, that is a bit of exposing about making yourself vulnerable and Can showing I just your add human to that, side. In to um, a different way of defining yourself. Yeah, there's a different way of valuing yourself and be, and being valued by your correct by others and being valued by others. Yeah, but we go back. You know, um, I know the, the firm you're talking about. We go back to, you know, what gets measured gets done, and what gets publicised. You know, um, you know, we yeah. we compare ourselves on the basis of how much we earn. I mean, that's a staggering thing to do to the outside world. You know, you're actually saying to your clients how much, look how much we're earning. Um, now, in sort of in the 70s and 80s, when Saatchi and Saatchi were, were taking over the advertising world, every marketing director in the UK wanted to say that his or her advertising agency was Saatchi. It was a kind mm. of badge of pride and it was a sign of having a, you know, arrived. So there is a little bit of... Um, definition by association within that but uh, but certainly i think um i've always felt that the the, the the leaders should should reveal themselves as as being comfortable with with risk and being they should be valued for the kind of personal and um i don't say too much of a corporate risk but it, it is it is a you're up there to be shot at sort of position you're and what's the word? I can never remember the pr yes, crap Latin. Primus inter Paris, something like that, isn't it? Yeah. First amongst equals, where in, in, in parlance that I understand, it's like it's like the star footballer who becomes the player manager of the team. So last week you were one of the lads in the changing room, and next week you're making the decision about who plays on a Saturday and who doesn't. That's hard. 
that's really really hard when you know your shareholders in the office next door that's really really hard to deal with and i think it takes a lot of adjustment and i think you know we, we haven't really spoken about the the, the covid situation in, in this regard but i think it, i think everything is, is focusing on or intensifying the pressure on those in in positions of leadership at the moment and Actually, you know, there is a huge amount to play for in this. I absolutely believe that the businesses and the firms within, with, you know, within the professional services sector who start to embrace this and get this right will have a massive advantage absolutely. over those who are slower. It's there to be grasped. Those who have that courage to lead will be the ones who have an impact and create a workplace yep. and a future for their firm. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I talk about brands and um, I think we've had this conversation before, Joe, but there's a, there's a, um, there's a wrong way of looking at risk. I, you know, I've worked with clients who have said, you know, we've got such a strong band, we, we, don't, we don't take too many risks with innovation. And actually you want to say, and I have said, the opposite is true. It's because of the strength of your brand and the fundamentals of that that gives you greater license, you will have more of the benefit of the doubt. You will have and more that, forgiveness. That, that, that's absolutely, that, that, I so agree with that. And that takes me back to the earlier point I was hoping you to draw out from your Charisma Index, because there are some well-known brands in there who actually take that view, don't they? That they, 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 they don't, they don't, you know, they don't Absolutely. do anything yeah. that messes up the brand because they're, you know, it's recognised. It's almost sort of kind of become enshrined. And actually, your brand yeah. is a living, breathing thing. And, you know, you have to, you have to feed yeah. it, you have to do things with it, you have to take it for a walk in order to, to make it relevant. Yes, yeah, you do. 